Hello, everybody. This is House of Dark, and welcome to a new episode of Real Talk. Um, I'm going to be really clear here. I've only seen I've seen the first two episodes of She-Hulk, and I don't like it. Partly because I don't think the character is probably written, and and I just don't enjoy it. And it's very clear based on the writing of the show what their message they're trying to give, what they want you to what they want you to absorb. Not about She-Hulk. There's a bigger message behind it that's not that's not necessary and actually is very de- is detrimental to the character and other and people's psyche and emotions and I think that's very selfish of them to write it that way. Nevertheless, that's not what I'm here to talk about. Um, I watched a video that was talking about why She-Hulk is not great at this point, and it's like and it's like a legitimate issue. You know, we could talk about CG. We talk. We could talk about the message they're trying to give. Blah 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 blah. That in itself is not the issue with me. I mean, it, it is issues with me. But the fact, the, the big issue is the fact that they're not, they're not giving you the proper path of a hero. And you're like, path of the hero? Yes, a path of the hero has a very specific way to go. I've mentioned this before in, pre, in a previous episode. Every show, no matter if it's comic book, fantasy, sci-fi, western, rom-com, drama, there's always a path. There's always a formula. There's always a flowchart. There's always a flowchart watch go back and watch go watch like go watch the top five rom-coms out there and watch you see the same path it's it'll it'll vary a little bit but it's the same path watch watch a couple of action films and see the same path it's that they all have a similar formula they all do they all do and and so and and when it comes to like the mcu or dc extended universe or star wars or star trek it's not any different they gotta follow a path and when they deviate from that path, that's where you get people like myself and many others who don't like it because that does, and especially because if they disrespect the already legacy character has already established universe and character and personality and things they do, and you deviate from it, that makes us mad as well. I was watching a video uh, by a uh, critical drinker. He was talking about She-Hulk and he literally made some valid points about if you want us to like your character, if you want us to like the, your portrayal of Jen Walters, aka Jennifer, Jennifer Walters, Jen Walters, aka She-Hulk, you gotta give us a reason to care about her. And in all honesty, that's in anything. That's that's like writing one on one. If you want us, you gotta show normal life before the. So okay, let, let me explain this. So in in most writings, you have to establish normal life. So when you establish normal life, you get to see what their life is like day to day before. They go through, they go through, they go through what's called the call to adventure or the, the change in their life that's gonna, that's gonna put them down this path. That's, that's the story that we're gonna be following. And, and uh, here's, here's an example. In the case of like Peter Parker, what was his life like before he was bitten by the spider? Let's, we can, we can go all the way back to like the two, because most origin movies don't, ha- don't happen anymore with Spider-Man, stuff for like Andrew Garfield. But let's go all the way back to 2000 and look at, uh, Tobey Maguire, San Raimi, Spider-Man. What was Peter like back then? Big nerd. Glasses. But one of the things he liked to do, he loved photography. He took pictures. What was his biggest thing? He's all about this redhead named MJ. Who's his best friend? Harry Osborn. Well, who's the biggest inspiration in his life? His Uncle Ben. And he's like, and you can see everything in his day-to-day. Who's the biggest issue in his, in, in his life? Flash Thompson. And how do you know? They show it. They show his struggles, you know. They show that he's he's being bullied at school. He they show that he's, he people kind of make fun of him for who he is. He, they show that like they even show like 
Harry's relationship with, with Norman in the beginning, in the first, like, literally in the first, like, 10, 10 15 minutes of, of the show, of the movie. Like, his relationship with his father, how it is, and how Harry, excuse me, how Norman and Peter are, like, how Norman sees Peter. So you kind of already have these, these little nuggets of information about the character. And so when the, and, and some of his struggles and what he has to deal with on a day to day. So there you go. You see that. So when he suddenly gets bitten by the spider and things start to change, you you understand why he's suddenly about things. Like why also he's so determined to get a new car. Why? Because Flash got one. And guess who's impressed by it? MJ. You know what I mean? Like he's like, there's all, and so how's he going to do it? He doesn't know. He doesn't have any money. Oh, shoot. What about this wrestling thing? Oh, snap. So you can see the path. You can see why he's starting to go through these changes. And so when also he gets called to actually be a hero, it, it takes something to happen. What happened? He loses his mentor. Who's his mentor? His Uncle Ben. His Uncle Ben, his death, calls him to action, and he goes for it. And granted, it originally starts with as revenge, but then he decides to use that. And after that moment, to, to help people. That's where Spider-Man comes into play. Now, what's the big L he takes in the in the movie? Because, like I said, the, in the path of the hero, there's got to be a moment where everything goes wrong. There's challenges. There's issues. There's temptation. Like, what was the temptation for Peter? Money. Money. He's got to get that money. Why? Because he's trying to get to MJ. That was his temptation. When he when everything went wrong, that's where the transformation comes into play. You know, the, uh, when he when he started getting he's getting used to his powers, how to swing and stuff like that. He's all, yeah, he's about that life. Everything feels good until something bad happens. And as usually, and in, in, in this situation, it was the death of, of of Uncle Ben. But in that moment, he starts, he gets, he, he realizes what he has to do and becomes Spider-Man. Now he takes an L with when he fights Green Goblin, when Green Goblin, like, beats him up in the burning, like, apartment building. And then at the end of that, he Norman finds out that he's Peter, and Peter knows it. And now, and then, and then now it puts him in a situation where now someone he cares about is in danger, i.e. MJ. But then it puts him in the, in the opportunity to go for things like, uh, like, they, you know, they, they have the revelation to go, they become the hero again. They got the atonement. They return to what, you know, what they're trying to be. They grow to be this character. And that's the dub at the end of Spider-Man. He literally, he gets, you know, you know, he gets like support by the people around him. Because he's trying to not only save MJ, but he's trying to help the people who are, these kids are in danger in the gondola. They stop, they stop, uh, Green Goblin from really, literally messing up the whole situation by supporting him and supporting Spider-Man. So when he saves him, he, they cheer for him. That's a win. And that's, and, but guess what? There was a struggle. There was a struggle at first. There was challenges to using his powers. Like the scene, like what was one of the challenges? Like in, in in both Spider-Man, whether it was Toby or Andrew, there's two challenges that came into play. They both used their powers to do something selfish, and that was the temptation. And so when they went wrong, guess what happened? They realized, oh, I got to be better. And then when they realized that, that's when they became Spider-Man. That and that's the point. Oops, and I hit my mic. You know, with Peter, Peter like saw the opportunity to use his powers to beat up Flash. When Flash tried to fight him, he he took he took advantage. Same thing in the Tobey Maguire one. In Amazing Spider-Man, what did he do? He took a time. He took that opportunity in the in the gym to bully Flash. You know, and and it, and and in 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 the case of uh, Tobey Maguire, like I said, the whole thing about the money, trying to get impress MJ, it all kind of fell through. Nevertheless, that's that's the path they lead, and that's the story. 
And I think that's the problem. Like, there's no loss. When, when a character is always winning and then they have an issue about how life is hard, but you have, you have no proof of their struggle, you don't care about them. I have you, do we have we all had that one friend who just always has everything? They, I mean, they have everything. We're talking about money. They got the nice stuff. And even if, even like, uh, I knew a guy who every time I turn around, he had something new. Oh, I got a new phone. I got a new, I got a new watch that tells the time and, and resuscitates humanity. You know, I got a car that literally can like eat, eat bugs off the ground and have enough fuel to last six months. You know, I'm exaggerating, but he was, I knew a guy who was like that. Always had something new, always had the newest and the greatest. And, and there's nothing wrong with that, but like literally like, do you ever struggle? Like you never, it doesn't, it never seems like you ever struggle. And so when he complains about stuff that's, that's like minimal, like that's nothing. To me, it means nothing to me. Why? Because I never see you struggle because you always have everything versus, you know, someone who maybe doesn't have, who, who's got a, you know, paycheck to paycheck. They got to piece stuff together. They're, you know, they're all, oh, they don't always have what they need at the time. So when they complain about how hard life is, you get it. Like I see it. I know I've been there. I've been, I've been broke. All, I've been broke. I've been sick. I've had issues. So when someone says that to me, I'm like, I get it. I'm, I've been down that road, if not still on that road. So it's the same thing with She-Hulk. There's no reason to care about her because one, she's, she's not nice. She's very, she's very, she's not nice. Her own, her own cousin who's done nothing to her. She's, she wins everything. Like she's never wrong. And, and, and everybody else is, is messed up. And so when she complains in a scene in an episode where she complains about life, nobody cares. Why? Because there's no proof in, in your current state, current state in your life that you struggle. No proof because your normal day. So the problem is like in she, her normal day was all wins. She's got, she's got, she got a big case she's doing her, her, uh, her, I guess her de- deposition or whatever closing argument is, is top notch that she like, she drop kicked the, uh, her other lawyer guy who's just like, nah, it's trash. And she's like, nah, I got my face. You're stupid. And he's, and he, guess what? He's out. Like she's getting all the dubs in the world. You know, she gets a, you know, she gets to let's sit there and make fun of Bruce and la 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 la. All the dubs. She gets to save Bruce at the end of the day. Dubs, dubs. She gets to like master all of her powers within, within, you know, 24 to, you know, to between 24 to 72 hours. She's master all her powers. Dub, dub, dub. She gets in the first super powered fight, wins it. Dub, dub, dub. You know what I mean? She, it's just like she, she hasn't, she doesn't take an L. She doesn't take an L. So when she complains about struggling, you're like, when? When do you struggle? Like, nobody cares. You don't struggle. There's no challenges. What was the challenge? You know, finally in episode two, she faced a little bit of a challenge. Minor. We don't know how long the time gap was between when she lost her job, spoilers, to when she got the new one, but she didn't struggle that hard. She wasn't broke. She didn't lose all her stuff. She didn't have to move in with her parents. She didn't struggle. She she took an L. First of all, you, first of all, just be clear. She is a deputy lawyer. You know how much her you know how much her unemployment must have been. Definitely more than mine. So she 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 wasn't taking that hard of an L. And then she got a job. They found her and gave her a job. She didn't have to sign. She didn't have to like apply. They called her. Like, hey, we want you on our firm. You didn't have to work for that. See, no no L's. You barely took an L. They called you. Get out of here. Nah, no. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of an angle behind it. There's a little bit of a, there's some motives behind it. But guess what? You still got the call. You still got the dub. So it doesn't, like, she never really struggles. And so that's why nobody likes 
that kind of character. And the fact that she, t- she's, uh, she, she's, she's double standard. Some of the stuff she said and how she acts is double standard. And that's what I also don't like about her too. She's, she's kind of hypocritical. And, and that was, by the way, Jen's not like that in the comics. That's also what makes me mad. But the point is, is that when a character always wins, nobody likes that. My, my oldest child says she, she doesn't, she doesn't learn from people's like victories. She loves, she learns from their failures or their, their losses, which makes sense. I, and I get why she says that. Because, yeah, you know, it's easy to say, like, oh, man, I did so well at this. And you're like, great, how did you get there? And they always tell you what they did to get there, but they never tell you what it took, what else they had to take, what struggles they had to take to get to that point. Because when you learn about the struggles from a person, and you you learn what they had, you, you hear about what they had to learn in those losses, what they had to, how they had to grow from those losses. Because you because I, I've heard this phrase before, and it was one of my favorite phrases I've ever heard. Uh, some celebrity said it, and he said, "You you fight to win, you lose to learn." And he, and most competitive people, whether it's like fighting games or any the esports or even on like sports and stuff like that, what do you what do they say when you take an L? Well, like we got to see what we did wrong. Why did we lose? Let's find. Let's see what we what was it. Sometimes it just comes down to bad decisions. Sometimes maybe it's gameplay. Maybe it's just we didn't, didn't train enough. No, 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 no. But the point is, you go back and learn from your losses. If you n- always win, you never learn. And that's the problem with Jen. She hasn't learned a dang thing yet in two episodes. Because why? She's been winning the entire time. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. And that's also why the, there's an issue with this character. Because you, for someone who's just learning how to be a hero, you got it already locked down. What? Nah. Right, get out of here. Now, you know what's so funny? I always, I used to make, I make fun of Power Rangers like that. Uh, and and I always do this with my buddy because my buddy's a big Power Ranger guy or Super Sentai, depending on which version you want to watch. And I was like, you know what I hate about Power Rangers? They all get it locked down really fast. I was like, I know I get it, Morphin Grid, you know, alien powers. Sometimes the suit just kind of feeds you information. I think, which I think is trash. But nobody actually works that hard to get there. Sometimes in in a, in, a show, in one of the shows, you see them training. To improve, like on maybe on their teamwork or something like that, but like initially, it's never that hard. They never show it that hard. That's part of the reason why Power Rangers the movie, like the one that came out a, a few years ago, I liked. Why? Because they couldn't just morph out the gate. They had to. They were trying to figure out. They had to work harder. Try and but while they're dealing with that, they're, they're dealing with their own issues. They don't, they're not getting along a hundred percent. You know what I mean? So it's like there was like there was challenges in trying to become Power Rangers. They all had their own little selfish things. It took Billy practically almost dying for them to go like, you know, come together. You know what I mean? That's literally what, I, what it took. It took Billy getting jacked up for them to be like, we got to be better. And so once again, that's an L. They took, they had to take an L to, to realize they have to be better, but they didn't, they weren't good out the gate. They all struggled and they all had to deal with their own struggles while trying to be Power Rangers and the, and the challenges with that. And that's why why that movie was appealing to me. Yeah, there's issues and stuff like that, and some of it's kind of dumb. Some of the characters were not portrayed well, in my opinion. Uh, but the at the, the meat of it, they did show you how they did show growth as a character. They did show progression, and that's the problem with Genji's. There's no there's nothing to progress. He's already winning. Where's your progression? You're you're already winning, and that's why I don't like. That's what I don't like about her character. There's like, I'm not, I'm not saying she has to start from school, like, and become, but you got there, where is, where's the struggle that you're complaining about when we don't get to see it? You, we have to assume what you're saying is the truth in dialogue. Sometimes what the, I've been learning lately about subtext. 
it's uh, essentially meaning sometimes it doesn't have to be said. All like uh, it should just be shown. And so we didn't, we don't see her struggles. We don't see the, her issues that she goes through in, on a day to day. Cause her normal life looks great. That's great. She's got everything she wants. So what's, so why are we, why, where, how are we supposed to ever feel bad for you when you don't struggle? Nah, get out of here. And that's the problem. Like I said, it doesn't have to be bad every time. It shouldn't, it doesn't have to be life or death. It doesn't have to be like burning down buildings or, or your, your child getting kidnapped or getting a terminal illness or something like that. But it has to be something that makes you go, I understand why you feel the way you feel. And I can't wait to see how you rise to the occasion or how you, 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 you fight through it despite that, the sacrifice you make for that. Like that's the stuff we want to see. Like we, we even like, like I, I, I made a reference to like, I forget what movie we were talking about earlier. Oh, uh, 2000 Spider-Man. But you can even relate it to like MCU stuff. Like go back, let's go to 2007, first Iron Man movie. Was, we saw, we saw Tony Stark's normal life. What was Tony Stark's normal life? Ladies, booze, always winning, making money. Yeah. You can't touch me. Yeah. What was his first L? His weapons being used against him and killing American soldiers. And then what does he do? He rides out of that, out of that to become Iron Man. What's, what's the other big L he takes? Comes to find out that his best friend, Obadiah Stane, not only is trying to kill him, but is trying to take all of his stuff from him so he can continue to grow the empire himself so he can make more money for himself. That was an, and then he had his own arc reactor ripped out of his chest so Obadiah can take, use it. That was an L. But guess what happened? He took the chance. He took his old art guy to put it back in his chest. Rhodey helped him out. He sacrificed, he practically sacrificed himself to, 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 to defeat Obadiah Stane at the end of the first film. So, but guess what we got to see? We got to see him deal with stuff. We got to see him struggle. We got to see him realize that he's got to do more. You know, and, and the fact that he was, he was he, the struggle he was trying to have to make up for what he's done, in addition to dealing with the stuff he was having to deal with, not only his own his own personal issues like you know the more and more you you watch the film to realize his issues with his dad and stuff like that he's got a lot of stuff he's going through but in that movie his struggles to make up for stuff while trying to balance life and kind of find out his his own best friends working against him that's that's crazy but guess what we got to see we got to see him rise from the occasion he was willing to sacrifice he was he's not only sacrificed himself but to sacrifice his company to stop him he, like, destroyed his own building, practically. So, that was huge. But guess what? We got to see the struggle. It was big. It was big. Nobody died. At least, at least close to him. Outside of Obadiah. But at the end, but he was the bad guy at the end. So, but that's what I'm trying to say. The L was the reveal. Like, this is what's happening to me. This is because of you. My life is changing. You're the reason why I'm in this hardship. You know, not his trust issues, his own issues. You know, it's all like coming together. So it's big. There, there was a death. There was a couple of deaths because there was one death when he was in captivity and so like that. But still, the point is like we get to see the struggle and the, at the end of it all, we liked him that much better. And then he keeps growing. And the thing is, he keeps growing after that. And, and then when we get to Civil War, he has a little bit of an L. He takes a hard L in Civil War, but then he rises to the occasion through that into Endgame. And makes the biggest sacrifice anyone could ever make. And, 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 and right there in the franchise, next to like Tasha and Gamora. But the point is, we got to see that growth of the character. 
from movie to movie, he grew and, 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 and some of it, you know, a little bit of his own anxiety and insecurities led to some, even some, some bad decisions. But guess what? The character was written to make bad decisions. So to do what? To learn from them, to be better, to grow. That's human. And I think that's why we, and that's one of the reasons why we're like, I mean, this helped that RDJ was, you know, his own real life stuff kind of mirrored Tony. So he was able to portray some of that or like in, and put it out there for us to see. And it helps that he was a great actor, but writing, good writing also helped. <laughs> Just saying. And so that's why, like, you know, I was not a, never a really big, uh, Iron Man fan as a kid in the comic books. I always liked War Machine. Compare, if I was going to make, make a comparison, you know, if I was going to like an Avenger, it was not going to be Iron Man. You know what I mean? RDJ made me a fan of Iron Man in the MCU. Why? Because of how he was written and how he's portrayed and how he, and how he performed. It, it helped a hundred percent. That's what She-Hulk needs. Actually, that's what phase four needs. You know, granted, phase four is ending abruptly, but that's what phase four has needed since the beginning. Even with my favorite show, even with Captain you know, Falcon and, and Winter Soldier, it needed stuff like that. There, it, it, it didn't do enough to give you like a real reason outside of like some messes that I got caught up in at first. So that's what I think. That's, that's my whole thing about it. Like it, we need, you know, it, it, it's not always, it's not always, uh, advantageous to win all the time. Winning all the time is not, it's not great. We don't care about that. So let me know what you think. Let me know how you feel. Is that what it need? Is that what we need? Let me think. Do you like that when your, your, your favorite character is always winning? Do you want them to always win and never have issues? Or you, you know, do you, is that what it takes for you to enjoy the story? Do you want them to see to actually have to deal with stuff? Let me know what you think. All right. This is a house of darkener. Uh, it is, it is well into the afternoon. I might have to go. I have to do some cardio. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>